All right, liftoff is almost complete. You're almost in orbit. You just got a few things left to do. So you're collecting money from your investors right now. And now it's time to finish it up, get into orbit and make that process uh, complete. So that's what this module is going to go through. Just what are those last minute things that you need to do in order to be in orbit comfortably? All right, so you are almost in orbit. Now, what's the next step? Well, first you're collecting money. So the first thing we need to do is keep an eye on money coming in and making sure that you're committing. Now you're gonna, it's kind of a scramble as you get towards the end, making sure that everybody's money is there and that it all happens before the deadline. I have never done a deal and I've never seen a deal that just kind of skated in and there wasn't, a few things really urgent that was left to do in the last few days. It's always the way. Uh, so if it happens to you, you know, hopefully it go, does, hopefully it doesn't, but in my experience, it's gonna just know that this is normal and it's kind of a scramble at the end. It's gonna all work out. You've done all the hard stuff. Now it's just uh, getting it done. So as money's coming in, you're keeping track. Keep an eye on those wires. You should be talking to the bank regularly. You should be verifying your wiring information with people investing the money. Now, why am I going on and on about wires? Is check okay? Look, I wouldn't do check if I were you. Um, I've never had a problem myself. I really don't take checks anyway, so that's probably why I haven't had a problem. But it is possible, the way checks are set up, for somebody to give you a check for you to deposit it and then for them to reverse it even for a year afterwards. It could put you in a really, really bad spot. Wires, there's no backtracking on that. Plus, there's a huge amount of security put in place for the person sending the wire. If the escrow company or the bank or whatever is set up in such a way to always verify with you your routing information and your deposit uh, your, your deposit information before they send the wire you're gonna be good so i also tell my uh, my investors when you're gonna wire me money call me from the bank have the banker verify that all my information there have been cases where people have interrupted wiring information that was coming through the internet and they slipped in alternative wiring information. You don't want that to happen to you. You don't want to lose uh, millions of your clients' money. So check the wires, provide the wiring information and keep track of, okay, this person's in, this person's in, this person's in. I don't have this money from this guy yet. Well, let me find out what the situation is. Uh, I've had situations where the bank had the wrong wiring information, that they that the investor brought them something else. I've had all sorts of strange things happen. You just want to be on top of it. If you're on top of it and just do one step at a time, you're going to get there and it's going to be successful. So that part is going on. You also want to make sure that your bank and your accounting system is ready for this new project. So you want to make sure that you're, if you're using QuickBooks or whatever you're using to keep track of your expenses, 
it's ready to go. So that way, from the minute it's your property, you, you know how to do it. You can organize everything. I also like to set up my distributions way early, way ahead of time, just so that I'm all ready to go as soon as possible. We're going to talk more about distributions in the next set of modules. I also want to make sure that I'm ready to have the conversation uh, with my investors, not only about, well, we closed, awesome job, great, we're done, uh, which you definitely should be doing uh, as soon as you were closed, uh, but I also like to be ready for whatever, however frequent my regular communication is with them, whether it's quarterly or monthly or uh, hopefully not annually, but at least quarterly. I also want to be make sure that I am totally ready for onboarding with property management. So if I'm the property manager, I want to make sure that everything is ready, notifying tenants, things like that uh, are all ready. My accounts are all set up. I'm ready for my utilities to be switched over. Everything is ready. This shouldn't be new to you. This is just normal stuff that takes place in every transaction. Now, when it comes to tenants, so most of the deals that I do, I don't do a lot of apartment buildings. I do some, um, but it applies also in apartment buildings. But most of the time, I find that there has been a, uh, a situation where there haven't been proper pass-throughs. If you're in a location, too, where there, uh, any kind of sale affects the assessed value of the property and property taxes is going up and tenants are responsible for paying for it, they're going to be hit with more expenses. Chances are your tenants are going to get hit with more expenses or they haven't been getting the increases that they should have been charged from the beginning. That is normal uh, and tenants freak out and they don't like it. Know that that's the situation. Don't be overly aggressive on these tenants unless you want to drive them out anyway. If that's your plan to in order to clear the space, then you can certainly can just within the bounds of whatever the lease is. Not overboard, but just whatever the lease is. The lease is the lease. I say that all the time. That's part of the thing I tell my law clients all the time. It's in the lease. The lease is the lease. Um, so... Uh, that's the rules of the road that they they're facing. So, but when you're ready to have the thing for client or for tenants, be mindful that this is a major change for their business. If it's their business or their home, this is a substantial change that is affecting them. So we want to be mindful of it and not uh, overly aggressive again, unless you're trying to to clear out the space anyway. But just be ready for challenges that come up as soon as you do that, because a lot of times it happens. Suddenly getting hit with all these changes uh, can be disruptive, especially if you're like, if those tenants are like how I am with my business, I am obsessive about every detail about my business. And if something is changing, I'm going to be a little bit nervous about it because it's a change and it's my business. I don't like that. Um, uh, so just be mindful. That's the case. Oh, always invite, you know, reasonable dialogue. So always be happy to have a conversation with those tenants um, because that will get you set off on the right foot. My mentor told me when I was getting started in the business, he said, the number one job of a property manager 
And I would say this is true of an asset manager, which is definitely you as a syndicator, is risk control. You want to understand risk, control the risk, and make sure that everything's fine. Now, those tenants and how they're feeling, their emotions are part of the risk that just is inherent in real estate. So just be mindful of it. And with that, you are going to close this property. You are going to start having that income in and you're gonna start earning that reputation as a great syndicator that you deserve. So that is awesome. Congratulations, that is terrific. Please send us a message and tell us how that process is going for you and, and how well it's working. And that concludes liftoff. You're done. You lifted off, you are now in orbit. Now you just need to run the syndication until it's time to sell it and then you're gonna be going into re-entry. So with that, uh, the next set of modules is gonna go through that orbit process. It's how we do those investor communications, that asset management, uh, the property management, and distributions. So that is what we're gonna cover in the next set of modules.